Hello, and welcome to the Leader Life Podcast. I'm Brittany Watson, the host of the Leader Life Podcast, and I'm back for episode number two of season two. First off, Happy Thanksgiving to everybody um, that will be tuning in this week. It is Thanksgiving. I am ready to eat. I told y'all in the first episode that I am good and pregnant. So this is going to be a phenomenal holiday (laughs) for me. I plan to eat and eat some more. And then wake up in the morning because, you know, the leftovers are always the best part. So happy Thanksgiving to you. I hope that you have a beautiful Thanksgiving, whether you're by yourself or whatever you're going to do, celebrating with family and friends. I just pray that you just have a, a peaceful holiday full of joy, full of peace, full of so many things. So. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, Next time that you hear from me next week, I'm sure that I would have gained about five more pounds and it's not because of the baby. Let's just say that. (laughs) So I think an important topic to talk about since we're stepping into the holiday season is compromise. And I know that This may not sit right with a lot of people, but I think it's very much so relevant, especially during the season that we're embarking upon Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving. Um, For those of you that may even celebrate other holidays, this is the, the, the most wonderful time of the year. And I feel that with the most wonderful time of the year, this is when a lot of believers fall off. What do you mean fall off? I mean that this is when a lot of believers set aside their Christian card in lieu of having a good time. This is when a lot of believers get around the family and friends that pulls out the worst in them in some instances, and they end up having to start a new year's resolution of repentance, starting a new journey because of things that occur during the holiday season. Now you may be listening to me like, well, that's not necessarily the case, but I guarantee you that there's somebody around you, some friend, some family member, some mentee, some mentor that is around you that will literally deal with Uh, uh, compromising who they are during this holiday season. So when I'm referring to compromise, I'm literally talking about accepting or walking in a standard that is lower than what you proclaim or or, or accepting and, and, and stepping in a standard or living out a standard that is lower than the life that you actually project or portray, um, on social media or in different spheres of influence. So you have people that may on social media, all they talk about is, oh, I love the Lord. Oh, God is so good. Or, you know, all they market, let's use that word because that's the whole thing right now. All that they market is God, right? But if you got a little bit of discernment, you can see through a lot of that stuff (laughs) that is marketed as God, Um, And I feel that a lot of people, a lot of, this is for women, so I'm just going to talk directly to you guys, but I feel that a lot of people have stepped into so many seasons of compromise in lieu of being relatable. What does that look like? You want to relate to the people that you've been around for 20, 10, 15 years. You want to still be relatable to the people that maybe you don't want to seem too religious around, or you don't want to seem like you think you're better than them. And so, 
in lieu of trying to relate to them, your Christian card goes all the way out the window and you begin to embark in activities or even not necessarily you uh, embarking in those activities, but you place yourself in environments that literally yells compromise. Um, so maybe you've been around people and, or you will be around people in the holiday season and they're going to turn up. Okay. You're going to get around your cousins that brings out the worst in you or that you always have a ball with. And you only see them around once, once a year or around the holiday season. So when you get around them, you're like, we're turning up drinks on me. Okay. Give the bartender the car. Let's run the check. Let's run this bill up, you know. And there's so many people that do that and trying to be relatable. And although I don't believe that just because you're a Christian, you got to live a boring life. My life is lit, honey. I have a great time. I have a lot of fun. But I think that what we fail to realize is when we walk around and we're posting all these prayers on social media and people come to you for prayer and people come to you because you're the one in the group that knows God. And when we place ourselves or when our lives place ourselves in those levels of authority, um, on those levels of influence, there comes a great responsibility with that. So no, it's not, oh, sit and be uptight when you're around people. I do believe in being relaxed. But I think it's a thin line between being relatable and compromising. What does that look like? If you're a room, if you walk into a room and you and you know that uh, God has convicted you that you don't drink or you don't smoke or not even drinking or smoking, entertaining gossip or being around people that you just know if you are seeing in this in the same scenario in the same context with them that it will probably reflect badly upon yourself. We sometimes get in these moments that we get around these people and we chill it like they smoking, they turn it up, they drink it and we in there cracking up, laughing. We just having a good time. Some of you may pick up the weed yourself. Some of you may drink and turn up right along with them. And then the next day want to intercede or be the person that they call for wisdom or call for counsel. I'm here to tell you that you're sending people off. Now hear my heart. Cause I told y'all this ain't going to be this hoo hoo rah, clap it up for the woman uh, uh, episode today, but this is supposed to challenge you today as you go into this new season, as we, as we step into this holiday season to not send people off in lieu of relating to them. So here's the thing. You can be normal. Okay. You can be, have a great personality, be the life of the party and not compromise. You don't have to turn up to have a good time. You don't have to lower your standard of life or the life that you project to be, or to fit in with people that you feel like you got to do certain things, or you have to allow these people to do certain things in your house or around you just so that they won't think that you feel like you're holier than thou. Well, the truth of the matter is because you have that perspective most people your witness to those people will only go so far so yeah they may call you for prayer but they're not going to necessarily be fully converted because the life that you live does not fully uh separate yourself from the life that you used to live or the life of the people around you and so when we say things is like you know well 
I'm not going to act like that. I know to have a good time. You know, God knows my heart. But the question that I have with that, I absolutely hate when people say God knows my heart. He absolutely does. So in one instance, God knows your heart and he knows that you actually want to do what you're doing. He actually knows that you actually enjoy turning up. You actually enjoy doing these things that um, that compromises who you're trying to be. He knows that part. So we always say God knows my heart as as as. Uh, um, a means to say that God knows that I'm pure in these things when the most in, in most cases, most people are not pure in those things. Most people actually enjoy turn it up before I was living for Jesus. Let me tell you, turn up life was lit. Like I actually enjoy being drunk. I actually enjoyed having premarital sex. Like those were enjoyable things for me. So God knows your heart. He knows that part of it too. On the other thing, on the other end of that, God knows your heart, but the people that you're trying to win to God do not. They don't know your heart. All they see is your actions. And so when we say God knows my heart, we're putting ourselves around people that love you they probably know like oh you're a genuine person but when 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 you put yourself in these compromising situations or let's say when you're hosting events that does not project the life that you are aiming or that you supposedly live when you're doing these things these people don't know that your heart is for the Lord. All they see is your actions because most of the time we're dealing with immature believers who only know one aspect or one facet of who God is. And they've so used to being around religious believers who go to church faithfully. You serve in church, you pray, you may even be on a, a committee, you may organize things, you know, you may do all of these things in the church, but that's a typical behavior for church, church goers. So so they may see all these actions, but what I mean is that they're never going to be fully convinced of all that Jesus is because most of the time us being his representatives, we're sending people off trying to be so close to them or trying to let them know that, Hey, I'm still normal. When in fact you can still be normal. You can still have a good time and just not allow certain things to be acceptable in your presence or acceptable in your home or acceptable, um, a behavior for you to even feel completely comfortable with being around. Listen, y'all not going to like this. Some of y'all not going to like this. And it's not about being acting or putting on for people. The truth of the matter is once you step into that level of influence, if you're the only person in your circle, or if you're the only person in your family that actually is trying to pursue Jesus and actually trying to pursue a relationship with the Lord, you got a responsibility. This, this, this Christian walk is not always a cake walk. There's parts of this that comes that, that, that there's parts of sacrifices that comes with the territory. So it's not that like, oh, I'm going to get around people and just let people know, oh, I don't do this or I don't do this. But there's a level of responsibility that you have for the souls that are around you when you're the only person in that sphere or when you're the only friend or when you're the only family member that's actually that actually knows Jesus and that's actually pursuing him with everything. We got to think like this in this season. There's so many people that are passing young, old. We're seeing more young than old, unfortunately. And I believe that we got a responsibility. You got to make the sacrifices to say, okay, if me partaking in this activity, is it going to send people off? 
Or is it going to make them see the Jesus in me? And some people don't like that because y'all want to be so real. But in fact, the realness is if you're really in relationship with the Lord, if you're really pursuing God, this type of activity and the activities that 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 uh, that forces you or promotes you compromising that stuff, you wouldn't even be comfortable with anyway. You wouldn't even your spirit wouldn't even feel comfortable sitting in. the. If I go to a club today. And like I said, I don't believe going to a club is a sin per se. Um, but I know the context of club activities are not necessarily is not or is not necessarily connected to the life that I portray or the life that I'm actually living. And so we have to think this way. <laughs> it's not about it's not about being relatable to the point that you're hindering how much of Jesus that people would know. We have to learn how to be relatable in conversation. We have to learn how to speak the language of the people that we're around, the people that we're attempting to influence, the people that we're trying to win. Speak the language. That's cool. But understand that there's a thin line between speaking the language, language, being relatable and compromising. I don't want to send nobody off. So if people think, oh, she's uppity, oh, she's bougie, oh, whatever. I know that in this instance, my heart is pure. And I know that if I stumble or if I fall into sin or even, hey, check this out, because we like as believers, we think that, oh, it's not a sin. I have the liberty to do this. I have the liberty to drink. I have the liberty. You know, that's your personal conviction. We love to say stuff like that, which is true. However, you got to use wisdom. If your personal liberty or your personal conviction puts you in front of people that that may not be their liberty. That may not be, they may have a personal conviction about turning up. They may have a personal conviction about certain things that you may not have. You got to think beyond yourself. So yeah, you may have the liberty to drink because, okay, technically the Bible says that to be drunk is a sin or do not be drunk with wine, right? So we love to stretch stuff, right? But you may have that liberty, you may not have ever dealt with alcoholism in your bloodline. Alcoholism or you being addicted to alcohol, and I'm using alcohol just because I feel like that's just a super dominant thing, but there's so many other things that you can compromise with. You may have the liberty to drink alcohol and be perfectly fine, but your liberty can cause your neighbor, your friend, your sister, your cousin, your mother to stumble. And we have to think beyond that part. So if your liberty causes you to make your brother stumble, are you really being an effective witness or are you being a poor representation of what Jesus is and who he's called us to be? We can't send people off. We got to learn how to have a good time, but not send people off. If having a good time makes you overlook the issues and the struggles that your your sisters and your brothers and your friends and your cousins are dealing with in lieu of just having a good time I feel like we failed as believers no we're not their God but we still have a res responsibility to help cultivate and help mature the people that we're around especially when we are the most Christian person in Stop compromising. Stop sending people off. Have a good time, but understand that 
If your good time goes too far that it causes somebody else to stumble, is it really a good time? Is it really a good time if my liberty is causing someone else to sin or causing someone else to stumble? See, we have to think beyond our selfish um, mentalities or our selfish perspective and understand that I have a role to play in the lives around me. And it is more important for people to see the Jesus in me. Yes, be relatable, but they should see the Jesus in you way more than they see anything else. And it's not about carrying your Bible or wearing your what would Jesus do t-shirt. Or it's not about quoting scriptures every two seconds because that is not the language of those around you. However, we should only entertain certain things. And I feel that we've compromised so much just to be cool with people. We've compromised so much. And people say, well, you got you to gotta be relatable to win the people. You have to be relatable. But you actually also have to have a life that looks different than theirs. See, it doesn't, it's, it's not about going in circles and going to, listen, I will run away from the person and I'm a whole pastor. Okay. A whole senior leader of a church. When I go to family functions, if I walk through the door and you want to start preaching at me, I'm out. And I believe in Jesus. I preach the gospel. So I'm not saying that you have to go around carrying your Bible, opening up scriptures. Absolutely not. That's whack. And that's unrelatable. And that's a completely turn off, a complete turn off to those people who don't know Jesus because we had a family function. Like, let's eat and play Uno. <laughs> let's eat and play Monopoly and, you know, Taboo, which is my favorite game. Can't wait to play that this week. Um, let's have a good time. So I'm not saying that. You can be relatable by showing people that I don't have to walk in and preach the gospel and quote the scripture in every conversation. I can actually ha ha he he have a great time. But you can look at my life and see, hey, she didn't do none of this other stuff that everybody else was doing. She sat there and was playing these games having a great time then pick up one drink listen even if it's your own liberty to do you got to think about when and where you do this stuff at are you doing this stuff around people that like I said do not know your heart do not know that it's oh that people have personal convictions are you doing these things around these people or are you doing these things around people that fully comprehend the word of God fully comprehend personal convictions Fully comprehend the Bible and fully comprehend what sin and what sin isn't. But y'all want to have a good time. Okay, I love y'all. I, I know this is a little bit. <laughs> this is a little bit harder than the first episode, but this is what I'm called to do, y'all. Listen, I love to have a good time. I love to be relatable. I love to uplift. But I think that sometimes as Christians, as believers, we get stuck as, oh, Jesus is just so loving that Jesus would never rebuke y'all. Jesus rebuked the crap <laughs> out of his disciples during his tenure, tenure of ministry. But we overlook that because we think that everything that is marked as Christian or is marked as a Jesus should make you feel good. No, Jesus challenged his believers to come up and to be better so they ultimately would look more like him. And so this is, this is, this is what this podcast was today <laughs> to challenge you. Have a phenomenal time. Enjoy the holidays. Listen, if you eat nasty chitlins, bleh.
to you. But <laughs> have a good holiday. Have a good time. But you can't put your Christian card down because you're around people that you're comfortable with. You got to win your family. It does us no justice. It does us no good as believers. If we go to church and want to preach to everybody at church to make sure that they live in a life for Jesus. But when you get around the people that really need the Jesus that you serve, your Christian car goes out the window because you're comfortable and you want to have a good time. Let's stop compromising. Let's stop sending people off. Let's show people that you can live for Jesus and have a good time and not do what everybody else is doing. That's all I got to say about that. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I hope that this challenged you. I hope that this was a blessing to you. And even if it wasn't something that you necessarily struggle with, um, the spirit of compromising, but share it with someone that you feel like needs to hear this before this week is out before they go visit family and friends before they have their friends givens before share with somebody share it on your social media share with someone that you feel like needs to hear this because at the end of the day we don't want to have so much of a good time that we got to wake up and feel like super duper condemned from we don't want to have so much of a good time that we're like lord did i did i send people off like lord was my witness compromised We don't want to have so much a good time. We want to have a good time, a pure good time that we can ha-ha, laugh, joke, crack on each other, do, you know, have a phenomenal time, but not have to wake up and repent from. So... I love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, I pray that this was a blessing and I pray that as you um, continue to step into the new holiday season, that it is so much fun and pure fun. Um, Until next time, have a great day and be blessed. Thank you for tuning into the Leader Life podcast. Please follow us on all social media platforms at Leader Life and visit our website at leaderlife.com. Thank you.